Welcome to the Creative South Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Frostholm. We're heading back to the most recent Creative South. I sat down with a ton of talented designers and illustrators during the conference and talked about all kinds of stuff. This week, I'm talking with Lisa Quine and Ryan and Caleb from Always Abounding. Sit back, relax, and strap into your Wayback Machine and enjoy the show. It's no secret that I love Jack Prince. They're a longtime sponsor of the podcast and Creative South. Plus, they do great work. Whether they're making our pop-up displays and tablecloths or printing notebooks, Jack Prince is always there when we need them. This year, they are printing new Creative South t-shirts for me and the podcast stickers. They have a coupon code on the back that gives you a great discount on all of their products, just in time for Creative South. Speaking of stickers, Jack Prince will print any kind, shape, size, or stock, including full-color stickers with full-color liner prints, for you to use as product labels, promotions, bumper stickers, hang tags, business cards, and more. Right now, you can get 500 3x3-inch die-cut stickers, starting at $149. Plus, Jack Prince is giving Creative South Podcast listeners 15% off all orders, over $25, when you use promo code SOUTH15OFF at checkout. Visit jackprince.com for your next order of stickers, prints, or whatever you need today. If you like the Creative South Podcast, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Every dollar helps us cover hosting costs, upgrade equipment, and keep the podcast going. With options starting at just $1 per month, you can help support the podcast and even wind up with some cool Creative South Podcast swag. When you become a Creative South patron, you'll get access to exciting Creative South news before anyone else. A shout out on the podcast thanking you for your support. Creative South Podcast stickers and t-shirts. So, please... Help support the podcast by becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash creative south. Welcome back to the Creative South podcast. Right now I am live with Lisa Quine. So Lisa, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me on. I'm excited. You're welcome. We were supposed to do this actually before Creative South, and then my wife ended up getting sick, so we had to reschedule, um, but it works out. Now we can actually have a face-to-face conversation versus a looking through a you know webcam window on Skype, which when I say it out loud, sounds really creepy. <laughs> um, yeah, even better. I'm excited to like do a face-to-face interview on a podcast because I haven't done that yet. It's all been through Skype or Zoom. Yeah. How are, how are you uh, finding doing podcasts? Because I, I don't imagine you... Most people haven't done a ton of them. Like, I don't... I've been on a couple, like Drunk on Lettering. Right. And, um, Did you get drunk? Uh, okay, I had to do two episodes because the first time, all three of us were just a little too, like, you know, we had too, too much. To, yeah. <laughs> So professional, right? But then yeah. they had me on again, and like I was pretty much drinking water, so <laughs> pretending, just yeah, just lying and saying it's just vodka, <laughs> <laughs> right? And I, I was drinking it through a pineapple like structured oh, cup, nice. so I'm like, you don't know what's in here. <laughs> very nice, very yeah. nice. So you did a workshop yesterday, yes, and your workshop sold out. There was 45 people, 46 people in it. Yeah, we actually oversold your workshop Uh, (laughs) because people wanted it that much. How was it? How did it go? It went so well. Like, 
I, I haven't taught a class of all designers before, sure. so like they really picked up on it. You know, before it's just like people maybe wanting to dabble into lettering and pick it up as a hobby. So having a class that totally understands exactly what I'm saying, because, understand structure and form, and yes, and like they already have a base knowledge of typography. So walking around and seeing everyone's sketch was just like mind blowing. I'm like, you guys are actually really, really, really good at this. So <laughs> and I've been um. I was on Instagram looking at people's posts already and it's just like the talent out there is incredible and we only had a two-hour class pretty much yeah so it was really neat and the class was wonderful awesome (laughs) so for people who aren't may not be familiar with you kind of let's let's give the rundown real quick where where did you grow up I grew up in Menor Ohio which is a suburb of Cleveland Ohio okay best known for LeBron James. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I grew up in Menor. Um, then I went to school at the University of Dayton where I studied graphic design. Uh-huh. Um, after that, I went directly into advertising. Okay. The crazy, crazy world of advertising. And um, I stayed with that for a little bit. But on the side, like it felt really weird working nine to five and not doing anything after five. Sure. I like felt the need to keep creating, but I didn't want to do it in front of a screen. So that's how I got into lettering. Gotcha. Um, I would just letter. Was that one of those? The only screen you wanted at that time was like the TV <laughs> while you sat on the sofa and just relaxed right. and chilled out. Like, I just felt like my eyeballs were burning. So I was just like, I I started listening to podcasts while I was lettering and stuff. So podcasts have been a part of my life since like 2012. Oh, so so for a while now. Yes, yes. Yeah, six years, podcasts. I mean, it was before podcasts really became popular. Right. The only ones I would listen to were Design Matters by Debbie Millman and um, 99% Invisible, Uh just to mix it up. But I feel like it was really hard to search through design ones at the time. There weren't many at all. Right, right. I I think, I'm trying to think. I think, yeah, 99PI and and Design Matters were the only design-based podcasts. And then everything else I was listening to was like (laughs) either a history podcast or comedy podcast. (laughs) Right. And I I wanted something to jazz me up while I was hand-lettering. So history podcasts tend to like, (laughs) you know, but... Uh, so yeah, I would hand letter and listen to podcasts and just hearing other people's inspirational stories like kind of helped inspired me to keep going lettering late at night and stuff. Mm-hmm. So so as you're kind of, you know, practicing your lettering and growing things at what what point does it turn into something that you can make money on? And then and, and how does that happen? So Instagram was huge for me. I would post like all my like tiny journal sketches and whatnot. And, you know, friends and family would come and be like, hey, like, can you do this for a wedding shower gift or a baby shower gift? Or can you do my wedding invitations and just little projects through friends and family. And then eventually like work got wind of it. And I was doing ad campaigns for the agency I worked at. Mm-hmm. And it like grew from there because Cleveland's not that big. It's a city, but it's not that big of a city. So I think the... It's a lot bigger than the city I live in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair. But um, it's just, it's a city with a small town feel. So and no one else was really doing lettering and putting it out on Instagram yet. Mm -hmm. So it kind of like is a monopoly right now. So I had like, if people needed like a cool chalkboard lettering, they knew to come to me just through word of mouth. And Instagram. Sure. So that's when the client started like really picking up. And then eventually it led to murals. So I like 
Back in 2017, I had a full-time job in advertising, a growing hand lettering side hustle, and then wedding planning on top of that. Uh So I'm like, and then, like, so all those three things are going on. And then I got um, a commission to do a six-wall mural. I'm like, okay, one of these things need to go. So I quit my job in advertising and started my own business based on this, like, one project. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which it doesn't sound too that's, savvy, but that's, that's ballsy, though. <laughs> right, that's, right. That's, that takes a lot of guts because usually, you know, when you're doing something like that, you've got more of a safety net to fall back, or yeah, or the responsible thing to do is have more of a safety net and things to fall back on and right. all that. Right. So what actually helped me was um, Sean McCabe. I think yeah, his name Sean is. McCabe, yeah. He goes by Sean West yeah, on Instagram. Yeah. He has a book called Overlap, and it's all about starting your own side hustle. Okay. And he had a really good tip where it's like, if you have like three to four months of savings of living expenses, then like that's a good safety net to go off of. So I, I tried to save like six months worth of that just sure, to be like extra smart. careful. Yeah. So that definitely helped peace of mind too. And it helped make the jump a little less risky. Sure. So, you know... As, as you're growing things, before you decide to take it on full time, how are you finding time to balance everything? Because, you know, I just, you know, Kyle Courtright was on right before you and I was talking to him and he was, you know, up till three in the morning and then back up at 6 a.m. And Oh, my gosh. I, like, don't have that durability. Like, I definitely need a good, healthy seven hours of sleep. Yeah. So I'm trying to prioritize. Um, an- in reading books has helped me a lot. There's a book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I love that book. Isn't it so good? Yeah. So they make a good point. Like, you know, you want good problems and good problems are having too many clients and too many projects coming in. Sure. So how to balance it is just make it making a simple list and prioritizing based on your list of um, values. So I try to put, you know, um, my husband up there, my family up there, like making time for them. But like the business is up there right now, too. So I don't have kids yet. And I'm trying to like this is the year to be selfish. So work is definitely up there. Um, But I try to, you know, look at my schedule and prioritize projects right now. And maybe family and friends come second just for now. Because you have to do, you know, you have to get your business off the ground first. Sure. But saying yes to like every project, like. Yeah, is a killer. You know, I'm not getting the healthy seven hours of sleep. I'm trying to respond to emails. So time management is like my biggest weakness right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, as you're going things and having to prioritize things, you know, while, while family may not come first, you know, you, you still have a husband you have to live with and all that. Right. You know, how does... How does that balance out? How did I mean? I'm assuming he's pretty understanding of it and very support. Hopefully, very supportive of yes, it. Yes, yes. Um, um, so he's been amazing. Like I count my stars, like my lucky stars, every day that I found him because I'll be at a mural till 1 a.m. and he's bringing me dinner and helping out. But um, I, like we sat down and talked about it, and he mm. knew like you know sacrifices will be made, and he knows that if he ever wanted to like start his own business, that I would you know make the sacrifices he's making now. Sure. But um, yeah, like I, there's an understanding there that right. this business is like you know we're just hustling right now, and gotcha. hopefully things will get better and smoother. So so how did the had you before like your first mural client came had you done any mural work at all like just 
for the heck of it or no. anything? My first mural project was a four-wall lobby for the company Findaway, and they do, like, audiobooks for kids and okay. stuff. So all they asked for, can you draw a hand, like, hand letter, a quote, one of our company values, and a, draw an ice cream truck? So I submitted that, and they're like, okay, you're hired. <laughs> Wow. I was like, what? So, yeah. That was too easy. <laughs> right, right. So, again, just saying yes and then figuring out later, which is like kind of everybody's mantra, it seems like. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, committing to it and then figuring it out on the job. So they gave me a list of 100 items, and I just had to, like, hand letter and illustrate all 100 items on four walls. And again, just, I mean, it was easy because it was, like, black marker on white walls. And so if you messed up, like... Luckily, I didn't have to use this, but they would just paint over it with white paint, and I could sure. just, like, redraw it. Okay. So so is that still the secret of, you know, lots of touch-up painting for the... Right, right. For that moment where you're, like, doing something, and that sneeze comes out of nowhere, and... Right, yeah. Uh, or it's, like, really late, and your arm's getting tired yeah. and stuff, and, like, Ca maybe the straight lines aren't that straight yeah. anymore. <laughs> you're getting jumpy from too much caffeine and lack of sleep, yeah. Yes, but my secret is just... Piling, uh, piling as much detail as you can. So, like, you know, if you have one word on a wall, you can't make any mistakes. Sure. But if you have a hundred items on four walls, like, and fill the walls with other stuff, you, you know, you can hide the details or the mistakes a little better. Gotcha. There's, uh, there's an old term in cartooning called hairy arms. Yes. So, so you know about this? Yes, that um, uh, illustrate. Okay, let me know. It, you know what? You could explain it. No, I want you to. Okay, so my my old boss told me that hairy arms were just something that they would add to the cartoon, just so the client has something to you know comment on. Mm. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, it was a way when they were going through studios or the clients and stuff like that. You know, they would, you know, first round, no matter what they did, it was always like mm, something's just not right. So they learned that if they added these little details that they knew they were going to take out, yes. that they could keep what their original intent was and not really sacrifice anything that was important to them. So they would, you know, like with cartoon characters, they'd add arm hair. Oh and, God. you know, client would say, ah, that doesn't quite feel right. So then they'd, you know, take that cell off that's just, you know, arm hair and resubmit it back. Oh, yeah, I love the changes you made. And it's like... You know, we weren't going to really put that in anyway. That's right. Just... I love the dirty little secrets like that. Yeah. <laughs> the tricks of the trade. Yeah. So, you know, what, what are some more tricks of the trade that you've uh, picked up along the way, whether it be through mur murals or just the lettering process in general? Um, so we have um, me and a couple of other, like, uh, cell phone business owners um, who are in the lettering or illustration uh, world. We have a call every Monday just going over what's going on within our businesses. Sure. And one girl um, who's Chicago-based, she created a Gmail account. So people that are emailing her, it has to go through this fake Gmail account. It's her personal assistant. And sometimes he takes he tends to take a lot of vacations, so it takes some more time to get back. Uh-huh. I love that idea, and I probably need to, like, implement something like that. That's not a bad that. idea. Right? So, and it, like... So you can set up Amber at, you know... LisaQuineDesigns.com. <laughs> right. And she can do all the handle the financing and stuff. Because sometimes, like, when people are first starting out, I've heard this from other people, they feel bad charging a lot of money for what they're doing. And so if you're not tied to the invoice, that, like, helps, you know, kind of distance yourself from that, too. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I feel like I've gotten a little better at that because I want to make more money. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I, my, so my wife and I, you know, we freelance together, on, you know, under, under the name Frosiki, and she, th- this is this is our frequent argument of you. She doesn't charge enough, what I think is enough. Yes. And you know, trying to get her better than I'm like, no, you, you've got this much. You've got 20 years of experience. Right. Right. But I've never done it like for myself. I was like. You still got 20 years of experience. Oh, my gosh. Right, right. Um, I wanted to talk to you about, I forgot, you're big into the tiki culture, right? Yes. Me, too. Oh, my God. I'm completely obsessed. We have a really um, good tiki bar in Cleveland called Porco. Okay. And they have, um, there's a big tiki bar, like, when tiki culture was a thing. Yeah. Downtown Cleveland. And it was, like, you know, just very ornate and decor and everything. So this new bar took the door from their old stuff. And, like, so when you walk in, you just see this door with golden decorative handles and stuff. Oh, wow. And it is just, like, a Polynesian palace. I love it. Awesome. So are you the mid-century modern freak of all <laughs> that tiki culture as well? Um, getting there like i bought the book tiki modern okay they, yeah. which felt like an investment i'm like Saint okay now yeah yes yes um and i try it like when i go to different cities i look to see if there's a tiki bar there mm-hmm. and i'm trying to hit up as many as i can around the country but it's just so fun i think like growing up with disney where everything was a production and now being an adult and getting a drink that is a production in itself with all the you know the dry ice and the smoke coming out of it yeah and like Cleveland, like we have winter 10 months of the year. So going sure. to a tiki bar, like it feels like a little vacation. Yeah, it's an escape. It's, I mean, that's what the whole tiki culture was about. Yeah. It's about escapism. Oh, Plus so, rum drinks are fun. Right. So you've gone to that Florida convention though, yeah, right? Yeah. So there's a big convention in Florida called the Hookie Lao. Yes. That is, I, I, I can't do a good description of it, but it is beyond belief the amount of retro tiki kitsch that goes on there oh i mean God. we're talking like guys in the one piece you know what, what was it that came out a couple of years you remember the romp hymns that came out no what is that it's a romper for men oh my but god th- in the 60s yes. those were an actual thing oh and they were like they like blue terry cloth it was literally sean connery wore one in a james bond movie <laughs> and it, it's it's hilarious like you'd put it on over your bathing suit and Oh everything and they have those and they're made out of like bark cloth this you know the tiki the old tiki fabric and all that stuff are you and fully committed to tiki culture like are you gonna get one no no <laughs> i am mm, no i am not secure enough in my body <laughs> to walk around in that i will put on a hawaiian shirt <laughs> um but yeah there are some interesting i mean there's guys that like go for the full facial hair they're wearing fezes around oh my god they've got every aspect of it decked out and they're like big into hot world culture as well and all of that stuff and they're you know they're carving tiki's and there's there's a tiki restaurant slash bar that does a dinner show down there called the maikai and it's been around for 60 years like so in the heyday of the original tiki culture and they've got like full polynesian dinner show with dancers, flamethrowers, all that stuff, Polynesian music going on that's oh live. My God. It's not like a soundtrack. It's like <laughs> they have a band. There's a guy on bongos and steel, all this stuff. That's too cool. And the drinks are like original era tiki drinks. They're not oh this sugary, watered down, you know, 
you know, a Mai Tai should not be red and filled with so much super, simple syrup. Yes. It's, it's, 100%, it's two yes. types of rum, some curacao and, you know, some flarenum and Just you're the good. whole liquor cabinet and then hiding it with some juice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is. Yeah. So it is incredible. And it's like you have all, as you know, you have all of these rum drinks that there's like a splash of fruit juice in it, but it tastes like the most tropical thing ever. And it will knock you on your ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, you know, when they're putting warnings under these of do not have more than two. Right. You're right. Like, oh, I can handle more than. Uh, no, you cannot. I don't care how experienced you are. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the best part of the drinks. <laughs> yeah, but it's one. I mean, it's it's like you. We, we would love to be able to travel more and go to all those tiki bars. Um, if you have the opportunity, the Trader Vic's in Atlanta it is an original. It was built in the early 70s. And it is still like that museum quality oh my God. level of that. It's in the Hilton downtown. And well, my is... plane doesn't leave till 6 p.m. Um, oh, you Sunday, need to go check so it out. I'll have to go to Atlanta a little early. Yes, you need to go check it out. Perfect. Like, seriously, because I think they open at noon. Nice. So you'll be able to go in, get a real drink, get a, you know, experience that life. You know, like the walls are wallpapered with like oh Chinese newspapers and stuff like that. That's it's, amazing. Yeah, it's great. But I think it's so, like, helpful to have, like, a weird um, hobby or interest, like, you know, tiki culture, because it actually helps you um, separate your artwork from other people, you know? Yeah, definitely. In a day and age where everybody's looking on Instagram and Pinterest for inspiration on, like, design work, whether it's logos or lettering, like, it's nice to have, a, like, a weird tiki interest, you yeah. know, to help distinguish your artwork and, like, go to tiki bars for inspiration and stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm curious about that. So with like hand lettering, there's there's so many people who have, I mean, not intentionally, it's just, but there's so many people who have similar styles and things like that. Yes. How do you separate yourself and create your own style? And and as I watch a TV go by right behind you, um, <laughs> how do you separate yourself from that? And By trying to go through other streams of inspiration that people might not be going to. Like I purchased um, the lettering library from yeah, Jason yeah. and it is just filled with the most beautiful typefaces. And I did a whole like 10 part, um, or I did 10 prints um, of female quotes, but I use that for inspiration. Oh, wow. And it was just so fun. And I looked at Art um, Art Nouveau. Okay. Because a lot of people are in there, like Art Deco or just like more modern styles. Sure. And I went like, tr I tried to go as back as far you're, you're as You're going time. with the more ornate and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just so beautiful. And I just like just immersed myself in that. But like n that stuff's not on Pinterest and Instagram and stuff. So sure. like, yeah, just in maybe going to the library and actually looking at books in the library for inspiration. Yeah. Versus just Google search and coming up with the same things that everyone else is finding on Pinterest. Right. Right. And right now I want to kick off a passion project where I'm, um, I'm procreate drawing rugs, like ornate Persian rugs, Oh, okay. but doing it, um, based in the city that I'm in. So I did one for Nashville to try to kick it off, kick it off with. And, 
first I like traced the Persian rug because I wanted like to know what the structure was, how sure. many borders, and like you know what the different styles per border are. Now I'm doing a Walt Disney World one where I'm doing oh, wow. the four parks like for each of the borders, and then like in the middle, I was blown away by it's a small world and how like retro it looks, like oh, all yeah. the style. I like love that mid well mid century modern again. Yeah, but I'm gonna do it like based on that. So okay, look for that to come. <laughs> so that very Mary Blair kind of style where it's. Yeah. The flat with the gouache look and Yes, but because it's gonna be a rug, yeah. I'm like stippling everything. Oh wow. Just to make it look like have that little texture because like needlework and all, yeah. Yeah, they're not perfect. They're you could tell they're like, you know, yeah. um there's like that texture to it. It's imperfect. So I'll be poking dots at my um iPad <laughs> for a while. Awesome. And uh, you know, so we're 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 getting kind of close to our time. Aside yeah. from the rug side project, what <laughs> What other exciting things do you have coming up? Oh, my gosh. I have, like, five murals coming up. Oh, wow. Right? Like, I just got done with a six-wall mural, and um, two different vendors in that building were, like, you know, working on opening up these headquarters, too. Mm -hmm. They saw what I was working on. They're like, hey, we want you to come do that in our office, too. And, like, so I'm doing that. I'm doing some for the city of Cleveland. Um, so a lot of murals, but also, you know, helping friends out with their wedding and stuff, a couple <laughs> logo projects. So trying to balance it all. But yeah, business is good right now. <laughs> gotcha. Well, so you you mentioned helping uh, friends out with the wedding. This has been a big year for you because you, you know, started your own business. Yes. And got married. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, and then there was something else you did too, wasn't there? Um. I, I left advertising. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, uh, right now, I mean, I'm, I'm working part-time at American Greetings. Okay. Just to open up um, different styles of lettering that I sure. might not get to. So that's been really nice. Yeah. So walk me through that because American Greetings is an interesting. They're, they're Cleveland-based, right? Yes. Yes. And they're, they're for people who aren't familiar with them, they're... They're the second biggest greeting card company, right? Behind They're, Hallmark. Yeah, them and Hallmark are like neck and neck or something. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so they, like, I was one month out from being my own, like, being on my own as freelancing, and they came to me and they're like, hey, like, why don't you come in just to check it out for an interview? I've done freelance work for them before. But it just seemed too good to pass by. Because when you're first starting out, like, sure. I didn't know when my paychecks were coming in from yeah. other companies. So I'm like, having just something steady in the background seemed nice. And I'm exposed to their whole lettering team, which I didn't know, like, how long lettering has been around. But they've got a whole wide age range of people in lettering. So oh, really? I'm, like, learning from masters. That's cool. <laughs> that, yeah, that was really cool. That's very cool. So, you know, you, you, you're here for the rest of the week, and what are you looking forward to? Who do you want to see up on stage the most? Oh, my God, the Hood Sisters. I'm really excited for them. Okay. I got too nervous. They were in the same coffee shop as we, like, just a little bit ago. And Did I'm, you not go say no, hi? No, no. I was like, you know what? I'll give them their space. They probably, like, just got in and are getting settled. Plus, I think they're talking today or tomorrow. It's... But I'll talk to them after their talk. I should look that up. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> it's like right there. And, yeah. But um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to the bridge party because I signed up for Ink Wars again this year. Oh, you did? I did it last year. And I, I like the way the board came out, but it didn't really fit the theme. So I'm looking to like keep it simple this year and like, you know, kill it with the content rather than the execution. <laughs> so how, how is that process? What is that like for you being up oh, on stage in front of all these people, music blaring? And you've got 90 minutes, or not even 90 minutes, you've got 60 minutes to draw a 
four foot by eight foot illustration of a theme you've never heard. I love it. Like I, that part doesn't bother me. The workshop and speaking in front of people is terrifying because all the focus is on me. Okay. But with Ink Wars, like all the focus is what I'm creating. It's not on me personally, but like it's more of like an out of body experience. Like everybody's looking at the art I'm creating and not me personally. So it's a little like. I don't know. I think that distance in my head helps me because I don't get that nervous. I'm like, this is fun. Like, this is actually fun and exciting. Oh, also, um, I heard this um, somewhere, but how you feel when you're nervous and excited are identical. So that's what, like, all the Olympic athletes kind of train themselves to do. Like, if they're nervous, they just tell themselves, this is the same feeling as when I'm excited. Like, you know, your body's shaking and everything. Mm -hmm. So just telling yourself, I'm not nervous, I'm excited. (laughs) That's not a bad idea. Right? So I have a hard time differentiating the two. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I could see that. I, yeah. It, I've, I did Ink Wars at Weapons of Mass Creation uh-huh. first, and that was a whole thing. But sure. I think I've gotten used to it. I just did a live mural in Philadelphia for a library conference. Okay. And so, like, that kind of helped So warm while the up. conference was going on, you're doing the mural and yes. all the attendees are walking around you? All these librarians were coming up to me saying, like, you know, why they got into being a librarian, what their favorite book was growing up, and I would just draw it on the wall. It was like four ink board, ink board boards all together. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, that was a good warm up for this. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. That's, 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 that's going to be hectic. Yeah. Well, Lisa, tell everybody where they can uh, find you online and learn more about you. Yeah, definitely on Instagram at Lisa underscore Quine. And I've my website, lisaquine.com. Sure. And quine is Q-U-I-N-E. Yes. It rhymes with wine, just with a Q-U. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This is so cool. Yeah. It's, 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 um, it's a lot of fun doing it. It's a, it's a different feel. <laughs> right? Well, I'm looking forward to the rest of the weekend and hearing everyone else on the show. Thank you. Go out and hug some necks. Woo! Gentlemen, are you ready? Absolutely. Ready. Because we're it. live. Live. So, we are back with the Creative South podcast, live from CS18, here at The Bucket in Vendor Village. And right now, I am joined by the guys from Always Abounding, <sighs> <laughs> Caleb and Ryan. Yeah. You, you guys look very similar, so it's like... I know which one is which, but it takes me a second. It's okay. I'll answer to anything. Yeah. I don't Full, it's fuller true. beard, slightly taller. Yes. Yeah, thinner beard, slightly shorter. There, there you go. go. So. so the Jewish in me. The Jewish in me. <laughs> so let's let let's let's give everybody a background so they can see behind the scenes and 
tell everybody what you've been doing for the podcast um, since since the conference started uh, Thursday. Yeah, so um, we've been just kind of documenting everything, kind of kind of vlog style. Um, but most importantly, we've been filming the podcasts um, for Creative South Podcasts uh, and hearing from all the different creators. And we'll put together a reel for you to throw out on social media. I mean, I don't, I don't really watch TV a lot. Most of the time, I'm watching YouTube or some type of video podcast. And, and sure. I love listening to the, the Creative South podcast. But Ron and I were talking, and we were like, well, what would it be like if we could add a video element to that? Mm. And, and so that's when we reached out to you and um, kind of set this whole thing up. And, um, w- you know, this is our first time at the pod or at, at the conference. Sure. So we're kind of getting thrown into everything pretty quick. You yeah. Know? You came in hard and heavy this hey, year. This is the way to do it. This yeah. is this is not the sit back and be a wallflower like That's I did right. my first year of the conference. Yeah. Well, we're, we're both extroverts and we're go. both obnoxious. So, <laughs> so our tagline is y'all. Yeah, that's our tag. I mean, and so um, for us, it's. You know, it's really about just getting out there and making relationships. And you're not going to do that being that wallflower, being sure. that fly on the wall, you know. So, yeah. so, so as you've been, well, well, let's back up. Let's kind of start okay. from the beginning okay, um, sure. and get a little bit of history on you guys. How did you get, well, what, let's give the roundup of what do you guys do? What is always abounding? Sure. So, um I'll, I guess I can take the Go lead it. on it. Dude, yeah. um, so uh, we sp- we're a multimedia um, design company. So um, we do graphic design, which is about fifty percent of our work, but we also do a lot of videography and animation mm-hmm. along with that. And um, uh, we, we we came up with the name Always Abounding just from a favorite Bible verse, First uh, Corinthians fifteen fifty eight. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be always abound. Or, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast and movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And so we just feel like it's it's an opportunity for us to showcase some of what we believe is our God-given talent. And, yep. and in a way that we can just love on people. That's right. Um, and, and that's why we reached out to you, because I feel like that you do the same thing. You're constantly loving on people, you and Mike and Lenny and uh, Peter and everybody who's involved. In you know? a friendly way, not in a restraining order way. Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, no, no, no. Uh, in a brotherly or sisterly way. You know? That's right. And, and we're really passionate about that. And um, so th- uh, we got started as we as a Bible study. <laughs> yeah, so we, so, we, so we met at a gym, actually. We worked oh, yeah, out at yeah. the same gym. And a friend of ours hooked us up. We were both were creators or content creators. We started by meeting at a Starbucks at 5.30 in the morning Saturday. on Saturday mornings when everybody else was sleeping in. Uh-huh. We were hanging out there with a cup of coffee, kind of having like a, a, a Bible devotion or Bible study. We're talk about but, life. Yeah, talk and, about life. And, and, um, and then it slowly turned into, hey, man, what do you, what do you like doing? What, what, what's your pastime? What do you enjoy doing? And we just put two and two together. And in fact... Um, I had a videography company. It was called Always Abounding Cinematography. And mm-hmm. I mostly did weddings. And I asked Caleb, I said, hey, man, can, can, you, can you redo my logo? It's terrible. It's like just Futura, no, nothing, nothing extra or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and he said, you know what? I'm going to make a logo for us. Like, what do you mean? We're going to do something together. And I was like, that's, yeah. dude, that's a great idea. Because that's very presumptuous of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've been meeting for a while and... Um, I loved what he was doing. He's the most 
talented graphic designer I've ever worked with. Mm -hmm. um, and it makes my job a lot easier um, when it comes to the video aspect of things. But things just came together. God's really blessed us uh, with a lot of business. So we're... That's, I guess that's the quick yep. two and a half, three minute spill. <laughs> there you go. The, yeah. the quick spiel on it. Yeah. So, you know, how long, how long have you guys been working together? I'd say, so, um, I'd say about three years. Yeah. Um, we, we, we just became official this last March. So, okay. so, um, we've a year uh, ago, a year ago. Yeah. Sure. March, 2017. So. Um, we've been technically official, officially operating as a licensed business, a legal business, as a legal correct. business, correct? Because um, you know the IRS is listening. To this. The IRS they is listening, are. and tax season is a couple is of on days. Tuesday. I mean, yes. Yeah, it's here. So, um, so we've we've had a, a working relationship for a while, but we we we're still really green. You mm -hmm. know, uh, we're still a young company, so. So, so as, as you were building things up, you know, prior to making the official paperwork and all that stuff, how did you kind of decide who would do what role, how the division of labor would be worked out? And sure. All that? Well, so we've been told time and time again um, by, well, not time and time again, but by some good friends of ours that the only ship that does not float is a partnership. Uh -huh. And, you know, of course, that can be kind of makes makes one a, a bit sad at times but that's not the case for us sure. basically we feel each other's strength so he he has strengths that i don't have and i have strengths that he doesn't have so we we depend on each other we create well, yeah we we're, we've created a dependency so that and it's a know, 50 50 yeah. partnership sure um and 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 that allows for me to lean on him and him yeah. to lean on me and we can't do anything aside from each other mm -hmm. um and, and, and it's really a, a great opportunity Ryan's got an IT background, so he's done a great job about creating an infrastructure for our company mm -hmm. um, on the back end and everything. And I've, I've got a marketing degree, so I've really tried to, because um, we're both creating, but there's other aspects outside of being an artist, yeah. you know, when it comes to business. And so I've tried to handle the, the marketing, advertising, um, uh, invoicing, that sort of thing. And, and he's handled the infrastructure keeping everything in line. Um, and, and that's kind of how we bound. I mean, it was like that from out the gate. Okay. We just knew that that's, yeah. that's where his strengths were. That's where my strengths were. So, yep. so, you know, as, as the, you know, business grew and it became time to make it official and, you know, you're, you're signing the paperwork and all that, you know, what, what were, and, and this isn't from you guys, but what were the red flags that people were pointing out to you of things that couldn't work that, you know, they were seeing as challenges that you saw as opportunities? Um, you know, usually all we heard or saw were the failures and not the reasons why. Sure. Yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of it was just left up to imagination. Yeah. But we knew, um, we knew that going into this, I can't worry about him. I got to worry about me. And a lot of it, it mirrors a marriage. You know, yeah, I've been yeah. happily married now for 13 years in May. And, and one thing I've learned is I don't need to worry about my spouse. I need to worry about me making sure I'm right, yeah. making sure I'm doing my job. And so he does the same yeah. for him with, their, with him and his wife. But we do it within our business, and that allows for us to hold each other accountable too yeah. uh, and not babysit each it's, other. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a... 
Um, it's a it's a relationship, you know. It's yeah. and and, and I have to we're make Christian sure. brothers first. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, and we're friends, and and so we've got to be careful not to let that ever overlap at, with decisions. But um, I guess what keeps us kind of tried and true and and stay the course is knowing that, well, Caleb, he's he's got to make sure he gets his work done. Right. Did I you can't just be, refer to yourself in the third person? He sure did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 what? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Caleb or Ryan or or, or, or Jason or he Billy does Bob, take yeah. he does take medicine for that. Okay. I, I do, I do. <laughs> I just had to pick on you. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, Caleb's okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Jason's okay with it if Caleb's okay with it. Ryan is nodding. Yeah. Uh, this but, just got awkward. <laughs> no, I, I think that I think that you know I have to worry about what I'm getting done, and as long as I get my you know, duties done. As long as I pull my responsibilities, then then I know that I'm good, and 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 you have that same mentality. Right. So, right, sure, yeah. As, as as you've seen things grow, what are opportunities that have popped up that you weren't expecting that um, kind of piqued your interest and, and came out of nowhere? Um, I think. I think one of our biggest clients, um, Bush Brothers, Bush Beans, uh-huh. they came out of nowhere, man. Yep. Um, and and we looked up. Um, I knew a guy who who worked for the company. He brought us in, and and now we get to produce uh, uh, um, internal training videos for them, and we get to do uh, uh, some branding for them, some logo work for them, and stuff. And um, it, I, I definitely. Didn't ever think that I would, you know, have that opportunity. I thought I was just going to be working with mom and pop shops, sure. you know, and uh, friends startup businesses, and and we got this opportunity, and it came out of nowhere, and it really yeah. came from just networking, networking, yeah. and and making friends, you yeah. know. It's gotcha. It's it was wrong. So what what is a internal training video for Bush Beans look like? Hey, we signed an NDA, yeah. so we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Just it, know that it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, with with any company, they have they have things that um, they want to they want to improve. You know, whether it's the research and development side or or whatever. And so they bring in speakers, and mm-hmm. and yeah. those speakers kind of are professionals in that specific field. And and, and they didn't sure. want to bore the audience, oh, yeah. so to speak, to death. So we've really tried to make the stuff that we create for them engaging no matter the topic or subject and that's been so much fun let me go and tell you i'll leave it at that (laughs) i I literally just when you first said it i just got this image of like a sexual harassment training video (laughs) between jay and the dog oh it it got very awkward really quick my mind went to a dark place Uh, uh, we won't go there yeah yeah we that's part of the nda yeah yeah Yeah, that's part of the nda (laughs) there's a lawsuit pending yeah Yeah. it's been very tense between the dog and jay <laughs> so you know, again, as you're growing, and w- what are some directions that you see the company going, and you know, either want to push into or push away from? Well, we had a conversation this morning um, uh, with a with a really nice guy. His name was also Ryan, and um, 
uh, he was out of North Carolina, and he gave us great insight on. So, so we also do video, uh, drone videography work, mm -hmm. and so we would like to tap into that market a little bit more, um, especially with like local police departments. Apparently, so this is crazy. So apparently, you can, if you if you're doing drone work, you can get hooked up with the local police department, and they can hire you to fly a drone to look for like meth labs and. And and pot fields. And yeah, just huh. crazy. Yeah, who knew? How fun would that Isn't be? Isn't that awesome? <laughs> that is. That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's like something off a of True Detective or some crime. Yeah, I, mean, I want to see that on cops. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Chasing so, down criminals with drones. So here's Dude, the new way that we and you just get to see a bunch of guys just standing in a field. <laughs> yeah. What's going with on? With the bad boys theme in the background. This is not exciting yeah. television. <laughs> a couple of nerds playing oh, playing man. with RC cars and bad boys playing yeah. in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then all of a sudden it cuts to the footage of the drone flying over. You know, right. yeah. it's always a trailer. It's always or yeah. or or the mobile ones are always Camaros. Oh. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's like the least practical car to make a meth lab in. But literally on the news in the past <laughs> year, I have seen at least three reports of an older model Camaro being pulled over for being a rolling meth is, lab. Is, what? Is, is there a pretty bad because you're from Mobile? Yeah. So is is that pretty prevalent down there? Yeah, especially so especially like where I live. I live. I don't live in the city proper. I live in a suburb right. that's out, and it's actually okay. closer to Mississippi. And you get past it, and there's just this rural country, yeah. all trailer parks, mm. and you know, mm. it's just the further out you get, the more intense mm. the meth problem gets. And it's you know, any given time you go into a Walmart, and you're gonna see you're gonna see a tweaker there, and it's just oh, like man, it's, it's so sad. It's 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 really heartbreaking. I mean, I grew up in a I come from a super small town um, in uh, Tennessee called Monterey, Tennessee. Okay. And um, I think it I graduated with like a class of like 70 people. Okay. So that sounds like I, I went to high school in Kentucky, in okay. central Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, My graduating class would have been like 89. Yeah, and man. that's if like every person in class graduated. <laughs> and they there were, drop out. There was, a good, there was a good 10 people that got pregnant early and just oh, yeah. dropped out. So, or yeah. other ones that just, you know. School's not for me. I'm gonna go work on Dad's farm and yeah, yeah. talk well, like that. And you know, oh yeah, okay. So <laughs> it, it was it was prev it was there was a lot of that there, um, you know. But there's, uh, I mean, you search hard enough, you can find it anywhere. Oh I yes, guess, nowadays. Yep. Yeah. Which is sad. But don't go searching for meth. It's not good. Don't for go you. searching for meth unless. You have a drone and you want to be employed by the police department. Then well, yes, the, yeah. Then that's a great reason that's, to search for. That's math. a different reason to search oh, for. Yeah, math. yeah. <laughs> Don't go seek it out as a user. Yeah. And, and, and for research, watch Breaking Bad. You're good. Oh, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. If you look through the blue, blue crystals, that's the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rot my Netflix subscription off. Dude, yes. There you go. That, you know? <laughs> I don't think your accountant would like that. <laughs> no, but she's a, she, we Michelle's got a pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, we got a pretty good no, she, she might. Knows, she might. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, uh, there, there's, I've, over the years, I've heard some interesting things that people will write off on their taxes. <laughs> uh, one guy will, um, bought his, I think, Xbox and video games, and since he, talks to his clients while he's playing the games he his accountant has told him he could write that off and i'm like 
I mean, you may be able wow. to, but I think if you get audited, that's gonna come up as a Man, red flag. That's a lot of gray area. Yeah, like I, that just that's scary to me. What's place a, to I think this is a great question. What is the most interesting thing you've ever written off for your ta- taxes? Um, aside from my children, uh, <laughs> <laughs> besides that, um, what is the most? I would actually have to ask my accountant what that oh, is. Okay. Right. Like I hand him a box of receipts and I just trust him with it. I don't know. Um, hmm. Trying to think. Yeah, that's a hard question. That's a hard. I, think it was I a can't TV. think of it either. I think it was a TV. It wasn't t- anything yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um, electronic. P- I'm, I'm gonna. I, I will need a new car in a couple of years. Yes. So I'm gonna put that under the business probably next Absolutely. time. Um, as my wife just walked by and maybe she heard that, so she's probably. Uh, She's hugging Lenny. She's right probably now. going, She's what? What? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so probably in the next car that I get will okay. be written off under the business. Nice. Um, That's a great one. Yeah. If, if nice I could job. find a way to write off my entire house under the business, that would be great. <laughs> Right now, it's just a bedroom in the house that gets yeah. written off on taxes. Sure. Because that's the office. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So if I could, f- and it's because it has to be a dedicated space to it. Right. So, sure. Yep. So technically, my office, not my wife's office, my wife's office is the one we write off. Hers is like a separate bedroom. Right. My office is also the laundry room. <laughs> yes. Um And it's, you know. It's I share a lot of space with stuff. Yeah. That is the podcast studio. Is it's literally the laundry room. On one side of me, there's the washer and dryer, and on the other side of me, there's our spare fridge that you know was our old fridge. And you know, you have kids. Your kid is not this age yet, sure. but for some reason, they love to like hang on the refrigerator door, um, which will break a refrigerator door. Oh man! So the door, you know, you gotta gently position it so it stays <laughs> closed. Um, Especially because that's usually your second fridge is always the fridge to keep your beer in. Well, that's exactly what it is. Right, right. it keeps beer. It keeps all of the like frozen meat that we get at Walmart or where. Or actually, and this is in your podcast studio. This is in my podcast, and that's the most important thing to keep is meat and beer, right? Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, beer is liquid bread, so I mean, you're getting everything you need right there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Healthy diet. (laughs) So, (laughs) so as 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 you know. As we get away from the tax talk. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, And please. poor people. And as this is your first time here, what is the, so far, what has been your favorite thing to see and experience? And, and then what are you looking forward to? Mine's an interesting one. Okay. So my, the favorite thing I've got to see is actually Ryan <laughs> interact with with um, Zach, Zach Wilkinson, yeah, he interacted with Zach Wilkinson last yeah, night. Yeah. Ryan, oh, how did that go? Oh man, it was it, incredible. It was worth the trip down, and it wasn't even a talk. Let me be, just go and tell you because because I'm more of the. the did de- he just shove the mic in your face? Sorry, not <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm more the designer, so so I know that there's a lot that caters to me here. Mm-hmm. But for Ryan, he's an animator and mainly a videographer, and so yeah. to see him, you know, get something so great out of a very design heavy conference. Um, yeah. It, 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 it meant a lot to me because, because that means that this conference has the opportunity to really grow outside of just graphic design um, and illustration. Um, I think that there's an opportunity for, you know, it to be a very broad 
you know, uh, conference. And, and I know yeah. it already is, but I think it, it, it's it's growing even more. So yeah, and that, that's that's something that we try to do is we try yeah. to, you know, every year focus on kind of a different area within yeah. the field altogether. Right. And you know, I will say animation is not something we've focused on a lot, but I think I see that as a growing yeah. thing. And it, it maybe was, next year we'll have some more animators and talk about stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. So this is, I think this is the first year we had, we actually had a workshop um, with uh, Ayana um, Smith. I, I always want to call her by her maiden name, and that would not be correct. <laughs> um, that she did a UX animation oh, workshop. I did see that. Yeah. I really wanted to go to it. Yeah. So, I mean, it was the same time as another workshop that I was taking about sure. doing speaking, so I didn't see it. But I talked to her... I think she was the last podcast I recorded before I left to head up here. Okay. And, you know, she she's endlessly cool, yeah. you know. And, you know, I got to shout out to her. She's got to be, like, the best sister ever because she brought her brother to the conference. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. She left her husband at home. Oh, wow. And brought, you know, you know, in her defense, he had to work. and you know, Well, so sure, Somebody's got to be earning money while the next other time one's I'm off. Not, I love my little sister, but next time I'm bringing my wife. <laughs> yeah. For yeah, sure, you yeah. know. Get, so get that's your, a, that's a good sister right there. Get your parents or in-laws to watch the kid for. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. So that'll be a lot of fun. What are you What are you looking forward to most? Well, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, seeing Mike dressed up in some type of '80s apparel. That that's gonna be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to that. And did, did you all pack some uh, interesting? Uh, no. 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 no uh uh-uh. uh Totally missed that memo. Yeah. So there, um, there are a few shops downtown where you can get a uh, two suits for ninety nine dollars <laughs> that are from the Steve Harvey collection. So nice. they are beautiful and sequinsy yes. and yes. very loud colors. You're and gonna have to give us the name and place of that. Um, one I think is called Disco Suits. You know what? That might be the most interesting thing I will ever write off for my taxes. There you go. Yes. So a disco that. suit. Yes. Um, Bam. Yeah. Lenny. Um, Lenny picked up a very wonderful sequin jacket that, if you go catch his talk today, I believe he will be wearing on stage. Nice. Um, he's known for his jackets. He, he is. He's got. He's got a nice. Um, Pink madras jacket. Mm. Um, that's that's interesting that he wears a lot. And then the sequin. I mean, it is the it 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 looks like a disco ball with a laser light show projected up into it. <laughs> nice. Um, it is it is very cool. Uh, last year, no, was it last year? Yeah, last year the forefathers were here. Yeah, you know who those guys are. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. So was talking they, about uh, when we get done, I'll pull up the picture on Facebook. But they all bought matching jackets. Incredible. And, nice. and and I mean, I think they went full out and bought like suit pants and white patent leather shoes. Yes. Mm. It was glorious. They've got some wonderful <laughs> fashions. My my um, appearance is going to be more interesting. I oh. found a pinstripe tux jacket at Goodwill, mm. and I have a uh, flamingo bow tie. And it is not a clip-on bow tie. It's the it is for you, you have man. to do it yourself. Which, Can you do it? Can you tie um, it? I've gotten it once. Okay. I've been practicing for a week, and hey, I've, YouTube, gotten, I've gotten it correct once. What, nice. what did we do before YouTube? Like, um, thank goodness for YouTube. We didn't wear I bow ties. I had a lot more time, and I watched a lot <laughs> less about Minecraft, um, <laughs> which is not my personal choice to watch. It's you know, Ryan will know. He has children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Minecraft, you know, they get to a certain age, and it doesn't matter. It's not in our home, thank God. Well, you've got mostly girls. The boy's the youngest. So, Hey, my girls are gamers, man. They love some I mean, uh, yeah. Mario Odyssey and uh, Wii, the, the Switch, Nintendo Switch. Yeah. 
Gotcha. So, so as we're kind of wrapping up here and uh, you know talking about all of the fun things, what um, what's something in the future that in the immediate future that you guys are really excited about? Hmm, man. Aside from seeing Mike in eighties, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I think for us, it, it's not necessarily it's it's what we're doing now, but it's something that we've just started. So I can kind of throw that out to be something from the future. But we've started this thing on our social media on on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're out of Knoxville, Tennessee. Right. So um, one thing we're all about is as is loving on that city. We love Knoxville to death. We've got some great folks we we get to work with, like nothing too fancy print shop and I live local. And uh, one thing that we really want to do or continue to do is go to different um, restaurants and and do like a quick review about it. Uh And so we've been doing that and and we're really excited about that because that doesn't, it it adds value to what we're doing, but it really adds value to the city and to the local businesses there. And so we're all about local businesses. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Since we're a small design company, you know, we want to reach out and touch those smaller cafes. And th- there's even some known restaurants in Knoxville that are local, but they're so big everybody knows about them. Yeah. We're trying to find the hole in the wall, mom and pop shops, yeah. and just love on them. And we love to eat. So, I mean, it's not, I mean, come on. <laughs> well, yeah, you guys were telling me at lunch yesterday that you guys have both put on a few pounds uh, <laughs> doing this. I know. I got up extra early and, and worked out just he in did. case. I did not. Because yeah. I, I know can't what? blame you. <laughs> I'm with Ryan on this one. Sleep in. I went straight <laughs> down and had my breakfast. And worked on my computer a little bit while he worked out. Yeah, where you did you go to breakfast at the hotel? Where'd yes, you get at the hotel. Okay, yeah, you got to try plucked up. I'm telling you. Hashtag free. Yeah, you know what? We'll do that. Let's, I want to do plucked up. That's that's where my wife and I went with some friends this morning. So it was good. It's it's not Caleb, a light tomorrow breakfast. morning. Let's do but it. We I'm, should we should vlog that. We should. Yeah, do, let's vlog. Yes. It. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do, do it. I'm then. just telling you, it's not a light breakfast. It's hey, that's but it's good. We're not eaters. So we're still we're still country boys. I mean, we yes. <laughs> We like to eat, so. Awesome. Well, where can people find you guys online? So you can find us on Instagram. That's our main platform. It's always.abounding. Um, and then uh, alwaysabounding.net. It's our website. Um, that's where I would check check us out for sure. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, and um, go out and hook some necks. Absolutely. Hey, thanks, Jason. All right. You can find out more about Lisa on Twitter at Lisa underscore Lorik and always abounding is at always abound. Be sure to check out the links in the show notes for more ways to keep up with them. You can keep up with the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at creative SO pod and follow creative South on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at creative South GA over at creative South.com. And I'm at Jay Frostholm on dribble, Twitter, and Instagram. Jack Prince is giving Creative South podcast listeners 15% off all orders over $25 when you use promo code SOUTH15OFF at checkout. Visit jackprince.com for your next order of stickers, prints, or whatever you need today. For a limited time, new Skillshare customers can get their first three months for just 99 cents to get unlimited access to thousands of classes when you sign up at Skillshare.com using promo code CREATIVESOUTH. What are you waiting for? Start learning today. And... Remember, if you like the show, help support us over at patreon.com slash creative south. And if you like the Creative South podcast, head over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. Rate us and leave a review. 
This helps more people find the podcast and allows us to keep getting awesome guests. Now go out and hug some necks. <laughs>